0: Sound check, sound check, sound check, crazy motherfucker sound check. Hey, y'all, and welcome to In and Color. I'm your host, Kendra, and I'm here to tell you all about true black crime. I want to bring the light, the unheard, and push-down stories of black serial killers, lesser-known murderers, and true tales of crime scene cleanup. The danger in ignoring black victims and perpetrators is not only in the devaluation of black life, but also in ignoring systematic oppression that makes black people more vulnerable to violent crime and less likely to receive justice. I'm not saying let's celebrate black crime, but let's just bring some light to it and let the people know what's really happening. True crime is horrible, luckily I'm not. Here we go. These are their stories. y'all and welcome back to episode number 17 of In Killing Color. Today we are gonna talk about a man named David Ray Conley. I'm sure you don't know who that is but after this episode you will. Let's get to it. August 8th 2015 there was a mass shooting that occurred inside of a house in Harris County Texas now here's the breakdown about that and we'll figure out what's going on after that so around 10 30 a.m Conley arrived at a house that he used to live in with his previous girlfriend whose name was Valerie Jackson now Jackson after they broke up she changed the locks and tried to do everything she could do to keep him out. But he decided to come in through an unlocked window. Side note, y'all got to lock these windows. You got to lock these windows, especially if you don't have screens. And stuff. You got to lock these windows because these folks is coming through the windows because they're going to come in however way they can. Anyway, he then confronted her and her new husband and their six children with a nine millimeter handgun, forcing them all into the bedroom. Now while they were being forced into the bedroom, the Valerie texted her mom. She texted her 911 911 911 like 6 or 7 times straight to her mom. So then her mom knew that something was wrong. So, while um he was getting them in the bedroom, he was trying to handcuff some, he was tying some up, just basically holding them hostage at that point. So she was able to get that text to her mom. Now, Once she got the text, the mom called the police. The police came over. And let me tell you what they did. (laughs) The police knocked on the front door one time. Knock, 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 knock. They didn't hear nothing. Guess what they did? They left. So then they came back maybe two hours later. Knock, 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 knock. Nobody answered. Looked around the house. They saw nothing. And guess what they did? They left again. So. during the whole course of that the police came over there at minimum five times not entering the house at all after the girl's mom had said she was in danger and there was something going on in the house so around 6 p.m now catch the timeline what I said I said 10 at 6 p.m the police came out for the fourth time and they got information that there was some man in there with a warrant which was David. So they walking around the house, they look around the house and they look in the window and they see a body. So then they decide to try to do something. So at 8 p.m., 8 p.m., this is a nine hour situation. At 8 p.m. they decide to break down the door and go inside. And once they go inside they find all eight people unalive. I know y'all hate that word but unalive. All eight. Including David and Valerie's oldest 13 year old kid. And he ended up shooting... Valerie's husband 14 times he shot people multiple multiple times and these kids ranged in age from 6 to 13 so the police were outside at 8 o'clock finally and then he decides David decides he wants to start shooting at the cops too fuck it shooting at the cops too So they finally did a little shootout, whatever. After about an hour, he surrendered. So it's giving 10 o'clock that he's finally captured. So this is all day. And the part I'm still stuck on is that they came out four times and just knocked on the door. And you expect somebody to come to the door. If he's in there holding people hostage, you think he's just going to come to the door and be like, what's up, dog? No. He's actually in there killing people and you're standing outside like, well, nobody said anything. Let's just go on back to the station. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Anyway, so a little backdrop, backstory on David. Um, he was 48 years old and he was obviously the ex-boyfriend of her. Now, prior to that shooting, Conley had an extensive criminal record dating back as far as 1988 Um, including arrests for domestic violence, DUI, drug possession, all that stuff. His latest charge was an assault, and that was back when he he allegedly bashed Valerie's head against a refrigerator. This was prior to her unaliving. Now, he was arrested back in 2000 and 2013 for being violent toward her as well. So she did her thing by leaving him, changing locks, getting remarried, all these things. But he just was like, like I said earlier, men, folk, fragile egos, baby. Now, what they have multiple stories about what they're saying, what happened. But they said that Conley was physically abusive towards her, obviously. And he was jealous of her new husband named Dwayne. He said that that he didn't like the way that they were raising their children. He said that they were trying to turn them into soft children, into privileged children. And I'm confused about the soft and privileged because it's like you are treating children like they're supposed to be treated. Children are to be taken care of and provided for. I, I mean, that's what I know. My kids are taken care of, they provided for, and they're actually spoiled. And I don't give a goddamn about it. And who got something to say about it? They might be soft, but no, don't worry about that. They're not soft. (laughs) But no. So they're also saying that um, David also suffered from bipolar disorder, which I knew they were going to bring that into play. Mental, back to what I said a couple episodes ago, diminished capacity, which they always try to bring that up and they always bring up mental health after somebody has done something completely fucking out of pocket which they could have brought that up before if they knew he was beating her and doing all these things prior to then they could have taken measures to get him off the streets before now what they're saying is conley allegedly began preparations for the familiar side sometime after noticing his kids behavior problems so after He said all that stuff and figured out what he thought was going on. He decided to plan this. So this was premeditated. He went and purchased a gun online and got some bunch of magazines and bunch of ammunition and stuff and basically set up to go over there and do this. So this wasn't like a spur of the moment. I'm having an episode. I'm going over there. No, this was a, hey, I'm coming over there and I'm killing all y'all because. I don't like the way my kids act, but you only had one kid over there. So confused. What are you talking about? They, their kids, but your kid was the oldest one. Anyway, once he ended up going to jail, this motherfucker actually <laughs> asked for a visit by the leader of the new black Panther party named Quanel X, And they granted his visit request. So they said that during the meeting, he reportedly confessed to Quinelle eggs and shared all the details of the familiar side with him. And then he said that Quinelle said he got disgusted and left the meeting. So I don't know if Quinelle went and like told them, but it was like nothing to tell. Like you were there. We saw it. What was to confess? We know you did it. Everybody know you did it. They saw you do it. They, they saw you coming out of the house. Like you killed everybody. So there was six people in the house, like I said, um, and I wasn't mistaken, it ranged from age six to 13. And it was pretty pretty bad. It was a six-year-old, seven-year-old, nine, 10, 11, and 13. And then the mom was 40 and then Dwayne Jackson was 50. And that's really, I don't like the way that sounds. So they said that um, throughout the legal proceedings, Conley never came he never appeared in court because he refused to come so he just stayed in his cell and stuff so he got charged with capital murder and what three counts of capital murder and his bond was denied of course but they wanted to delay the trial because they wanted to do some mental evaluations on him to see where he was because he was bipolar schizophrenic and they wanted to See where his mind state was at the time. Which sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. But. I guess you got to go through the. Judicial process. And. All these things but. Now. They're not going to give him the death penalty. He's just going to serve life in jail. Why? Don't you just give him. The death penalty. And call it a day call it a day like why why are you wasting money why are you wasting all these things just put put him in jail and carry on about your business it's just that simple and I mean just like there is <laughs> it was it it seems like just like a clear-cut case of jealousy on his behalf because she didn't want to be with him they say that Conley said that Dwayne Jackson was a demon, which is her new husband. Said he was a demon and she should leave him because he was gonna do bad things to her and all that stuff. He was like, I was watching her movements. and So he was basically stalking her the whole time while she was married to this guy. And it's like, like we see that way too much. Like these... <laughs> I don't know I'm not I'm not even about to go into a whole another situation about that but he's in jail he's never getting out and it's not even like a point of remorse because there is no remorse there is nothing there is I did what I did and that's that you killed your own kid all your kids siblings your ex-wife and her new husband and you blamed it on the kids were being monsters and spoiled and bratty. So they got to die because they was badass kids and they're all around the same age. If people were dying because their kids was bad, you know how I many motherfuckers be dead out here? Well, these kids is bad. OK. But that's neither here nor there. He's going to have to answer to these crimes at some point. Where? I don't know. Maybe he might get the Christopher Scarver effect. Like Dahmer. I don't know. Somebody might meet his reckoning in jail. If they put him in the. Mental part. He might be fine. But if they put him in the population. He probably won't be fine. Because they don't take kindly to people killer. People killers. Or especially children killers. Your own children. I don't know David. This probably wasn't a good look for you dog you probably shouldn't have did that but fragile male ego <laughs> it wins every time anyway thank y'all for listening i'll be back soon with some more stuff i have lots of things i've planned but i have to get to them follow me on all social media especially tiktok because i love it over there same name in killing color my producers it's the sweet talkers And theme song by Remix Maniacs. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye bye. I just have three words: defund the police. That's all I have. Because what the hell are you good for?
1: What are you doing? Why'd y'all do that?
0: What are you good for? What are you good for? You come and knock on the door. Anybody, any asshole can knock on the door. Knock on the door. Nobody answers. So you leave. Oh, cool. about to go I think it's lunchtime anyway that's crazy to me four times that's crazy like it like I I really had the whole I was trying not to verbally (laughs) like express but I was like are you fucking serious like they could have saved somebody's life because I'm sure he didn't off them all at one time it was probably a process of things that's 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 crazy that 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 I got stuck (laughs) mm 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 mm